0: The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's web radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station.
1: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
0: Hey, welcome, folks. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armanderis, and this is the America's Web Radio station, the one you're listening to now. Uh, unless you're listening later, then uh, you might be on Spotify, you might be on Apple Podcasts or Intune Podcast, or any other podcast platform. Uh, and I appreciate you listening. Look, you don't have to listen live every time. Uh, you can just, you know, listen whenever you can. I really appreciate it. But those who join me live, I can't thank you enough. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. So we always have a good, a good amount of live listeners to this show and, and you guys just, uh, you humble me you humble me uh but and then the numbers of people who download and listen to this show later and the numbers that are growing on spotify and apple podcasts and all those uh it's really amazing it's really amazing and and i keep telling you guys that the reach of the show is just never ceases to amaze me i mean we're coast to coast we're in i mean just about all 50 states there's somebody listening to the on point with Victor show at any given time and uh, that's pretty awesome and in even in mexico I've got listeners, listeners in Mexico, I've got listeners in Spain and, and just some different places. So it's really awesome, uh, the reach of this show and, and I can't thank you guys enough. So, uh, but, uh, listen, we've got a lot to get to today. Um, I, I don't, yeah. I, I have, I, I don't like starting the show off with a sad note, but, but I've gotta say something. Most of you guys who listen to me and get, who've gotten to know me pretty well, uh, you, you know that I am a lover of music. I absolutely love music. And, and, uh, in fact, the intro to my show is, uh, a band that I was a member of. I am a founding member of a band called Pointless. And, uh, you know, we'll get into that later. Maybe we'll do a show where I'll play some more songs of <laughs> my, my stint as a, uh, Band member in a rock and roll band But uh, but I love music, love music And across all genres, across all genres I, I mean, it, just about any time period I can find a, a piece of music that I like um, and most genres you know, I, There are some things that I don't really listen to That I don't care for But in general, I love music Love, love, love music And most of you guys, like I said, if you know me If you've been listening to me for a while You know my love for music So I, I have to say today uh, it, It's a sad day because we've lost, uh, Gordon Lightfoot. Now, if you don't know who Gordon Lightfoot is, uh, the man was just, I mean, such an artist, such a good musician, uh, and, and again, I, I don't care politics. I don't even know where Gordon Lightfoot stood politically. I do know that he was, a, he was from Canada, and I won't hold that against him. I never did. <laughs> so, but, uh, no, he was just a great artist. Gordon, if you don't know Gordon Lightfoot, uh look him up go to youtube uh just put in gordon lightfoot's greatest hits i mean folks the guy was just he was just a good musician he he had very um i would consider powerful lyrics uh, the guy was like a storyteller in his songs and and just just powerful lyrics but he also had Soulful music. I mean, he—he he was. I don't know any other way to put it, other than powerful lyrics, soulful music. He—he um, he had a very folkish background, and you can hear that in in his music. Uh, so I—I I just I implore you, if you like music and, and listen. I, you're, you're hearing me tell you about Gordon Lightfoot and, and, most of you know or many of you know that I'm a headbanger. Uh, I'm an old punk rocker. I, I listen to a lot of Iron Maiden and Anthrax and Ramones and, and then you'll find me one day listening to Neil, Neil, Neil Diamond and, uh, the Gap Band and Cool and the Gang and Stevie Wonder, uh, Rod Stewart, uh, you'll hear Michael Jackson. When I tell you that I listen to music of all genres, I, I I'm not kidding. I listen to all kinds of music, all kinds of music. Uh, and Gordon Lightfoot was one of them. So, uh, just go listen and look up. I mean, the guy, I, my goodness. And, and David, you probably know who I'm talking about. Um, I mean, he's just been around. Gordon Lightfoot, ladies and gentlemen, was 84 years old, I believe. Um, and he passed this morning. Uh, just, just an, an, an amazing artist. I mean, you got songs like, uh, Don Quixote, um, the Edmund Fitzgerald, um, Oh my gosh, uh, country highway or, or, oh, it's something highway. <laughs> I can't remember, but, um, but so many, so many, so many, so many good songs. Um, so just go, if you don't know him, take a listen. Gordon Lightfoot, he'll, he'll put you in a good mood. He'll put you in a relaxing mood. Um, again, he, he was very folkish in his music, um, very soulful and just powerful lyrics. So, so we here at the On Point with Victor show, we just want to remember Gordon Lightfoot. And if I, if I had a had time, I would have made a couple of sound bites just to give you a little taste of his music, but, but you guys can do that. You go do it on your own. When you've got some time, my goodness, every one of you out there probably have Spotify or, or Amazon music or something on your phone. Just take a moment, even YouTube. Just, just put in Gordon Lightfoot and you're going to hear some, just some great, great music. And the guy, the guy was amazing. So we lost him today. So, uh, RIP, Gordon Lightfoot and, and, uh, we wish the best for his family. Uh, and his music will live on. His music will, will live on. I promise. And if you haven't listened to it, please take a listen to it and pass it on to your kids. Don't let your kids fall. To uh all this new age crap that's out there, <laughs> and and I'm not saying that all new music up today is bad. Uh, there are some bands up today that I do like, but there aren't bands today, to me, that can hold a candle to the likes of Gordon Lightfoot and some of these other artists from way back when. So, so expand your musical tastes. I implore you, please do. All right. I'm so, butterfly. yeah. Oh yes, exactly. Yes. And I got on a Vita. And I got on a Vita. I mean, there's so many. There's so many, there's so many.
1: You know, uh, I don't mean to be buttoned in, but. No, go know, right ahead. Like, you made the point that so much has changed, but it's, it's in, in all music, from pop to country and western. There, you know, when I was growing up, was in college and mm-hmm. farming and listening to country and western. I mean, you don't have anybody today that will hold a candle to, Eddie Arnold or Dumb. some, some <laughs> of the other really country and western yeah. singers, and well. uh, they did they did just one hell of a job, right? And uh, it wasn't all it- this. And you're playing
0: yeah you know they and that's a good way to put it there wasn't whining these artists like the ones you're talking about even even when you talk about uh, Hank Williams and Hank williams oh. jr and and you're talking about these country and western guys they were they told stories they told yeah. stories in their music and and it was something that the family could listen to you didn't have to worry about oh my gosh my like I can't tell you how many times when my nephews were growing up my sister be careful what you play on the radio. Uh, because they're you know you just don't know this this day and age and um with some of this music but but back there again you just when you're talking about old midtown uh music you're talking about um midtown um' what am I trying to say um Oh my gosh, I, I could go on and on, but, uh, but, and you talk about country and western and you just, and you talk about even the disco era, but when you talk about all of these, these music from the 40s, 50s, 60s and 70s, uh, it's just amazing. It's just some good music. It's, it's this.
1: Well, I was a the, Motown is what I was thinking. And the Motown, yeah. Motown. <laughs> uh, but I tell you, one of the, uh, most interesting things and because, I, I'm like you, I've always loved music and uh, when uh, and you know you used to have the Lawrence Welk or the oh, big yes. band sound oh, my goodness. and that was washed away in, yeah. in the 60's But when Chicago came out. Oh,
0: one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. So see, uh, David, we could probably do a show. You know, maybe one day we'll do a show. We'll talk about music and and such good musicians. But you mentioned the band Chicago. That's another one, ladies and gentlemen. The band Chicago has been around. Oh, my gosh, David. I mean, since probably the early 70s. Uh, I mean, they've been around for a long time. Earth, wind and fire. Oh, another one. Oh, yeah. Another one. I mean, these, these, just some great music that, that you can just relax to every day. And, uh, I, again, maybe we'll do a show and David and I will do our picks and kind of like David picks. We'll, we'll do some, we'll do some picks and, and talk about some music that, that you're just going to enjoy. Your whole family would enjoy. And maybe some of the younger listeners out there, who are probably going, what the heck are you talking about, Victor? Yeah. Trust me, what David and I are talking about and the bands that we're listing right now, they were the foundation for the very music you hear today. Blood, and, sweat, and and tears. blood sweat, and tears. I mean, you just, you, we could go on and on. But you name, there's so many bands that David and I could name that are the foundation for the bands you listen to today. And I don't care what genre it is. You know, they're, and if they're honest, even some of these rap artists out there and, and other R&B, they, especially R&B, they'll tell you who their influences are. And their influences come from, from most of the bands that David and I just, just mentioned. And especially when you talk about Motown. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. I mean, just, uh, and, and country and western and all that. They, they, and, and punk, they influence so much that you're listening to today. And, and a lot of bands will, will, will tell you that if, if you really hear some good interviews with, uh, I saw an interview the other day with Foreigner, the guy, lead singer Foreigner, and he was talking about some of his influences. And again, they go back to some of these bands that David and I are mentioning. So uh, so it's fun. And music, I, I am telling you, it's good for the soul. I don't know if you've ever heard that, and I don't know who coined that phrase, but music is good for the soul. If you ever find yourself – folks, I can't tell you how many times. And and to this day, to this day, when the news of the day is just really bumming me out, when when the Democrats really bum me out, when the establishment Republicans bum me out, I can go to music. I can always go to music. Now, for me… I will usually put on my, I've got a helmet and I've got a built-in, uh, microphone system, Bluetooth system in my helmet. I'll put that on, I'll jump on my motorcycle and I'll just put on music. I can ride and ride till I run out of gas as long as my music's going. And it just takes you to another place. It takes me to another place, uh, and it really, really, you want to talk about therapy? That's my therapy, jumping on a motorcycle, listening to music of all genres. And and I will go back 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. You don't have to be from those eras to know to to understand or or to enjoy or appreciate the good music that is the foundation for everything today. So I didn't mean to say, yeah, there's another one. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you mentioned Lawrence Welk. I got to tell you, and, and it's because of my mom and dad that I said, we used to sit down in the evenings. My mother would not miss an episode of Lawrence Welk. And that's where probably was the beginning of my love for, for big band music, for the brass section, for the horn section. I, I mean, to this day, I still love it. Still love it, and not forget the reads. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it's uh, oh, so many. I even we even watched the old show Hee Haw, which is where oh, you yeah. saw a lot of that country and western come through. And and it's just it puts a smile on my face to just talk about this, uh, just just talking about old music. So it is good for the soul, ladies and gentlemen. It's good for the heart. So I've I've often told you, look, it's my job to keep up with the news. It's your job to listen to my analysis of the news.
1: (laughs) What's happened though? That's that's where is it all gone, and where is it all going? I guess uh, it it seems like there's been such such a change in everything, you know. Oh, uh, definitely. But I tell you what, I don't listen to. Top 40 or whatever, mm-hmm. they're, whatever it's called today, wokeism or whatever. <laughs> right. But it's amazing every now and then I will catch something and there will be a bar in there that, wait a second. And
0: you're going, I know where that came from. Yeah, absolutely, Absolutely, 100%. And that's what I mean, the influence of this music from, from the old days. Are, it's a huge influence to today. There's no question, and in fact, you even got a whole genre of music now, and I'm, I'm not even going to try and name it because I'll get it wrong. But you have a whole genre of music now that takes old songs and splices them together with their computer work and, and makes them into, into a dance tune or something like that. So again, so much of the, the music that David and I are talking about, the bands that we mentioned, the people that we mentioned, these artists that we mentioned, like Gordon Lightfoot and they inspired so much of what's going on today. So it's, it's really amazing. So if you really, and that's the cool point to make, David. If you are one of the young people out there listening and you're, and you, and you don't listen to old music, you just listen to what's new, go go, take a, a run down memory lane, go YouTube, whatever you need to do, and go listen to old music, and you will hear. You will hear the notes. You will hear the tunes that you're hearing today, and you will find out where they got their inspiration. And of uh, course, uh,
1: who can we not leave out?
0: Oh, gosh, I could name a few. No, but who are you thinking?
1: No, there's only Elvis one. Elvis Presley. Well, Elvis, but there was <laughs> one from England
0: oh the Beatles the Beatles the Beatles absolutely yeah that's enough I mean oh there's so many so alright folks I'm gonna move on We. I did not intend to do a show on music today but I can't help it I cannot help it when some, when we lose somebody like Gordon Lightfoot and an artist like that he needs to be recognized and and if I can turn any of you guys on to some of that music then I've done my job because it will make you a happier person it really will uh, there, there there is so much truth to music is, is good for the soul music is therapy uh, trust me if you're not a Fan of music, uh, try it out. <laughs> try it out. A- 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 it'll put a smile to your face. So, all right. So we're going to move on. You know, I uh, I've been thinking
1: about this show, and mm-hmm. I, I want to. We do have a news flash coming. Uh in, in just a moment. Okay. But uh, I thought I had heard everything when the DoD came out and said we're going to make all vehicles in the military EV, <laughs> and I and I just. <laughs> you know i i i lost it you know I, yeah what kind of damned extension cord are they gonna have yeah know? it's a it's a joke it's, david it's, well, it's, but i thought that was bad until i've heard the next thing and this is the news flash is oh, it boy that uh our government led by oh, what is that guy's name uh Brandon or something. 10% Joe. 10% Joe. Have come out with that. They're going to start a multi-million dollar study right after they get all of the DOD cars electrified. They're starting a study on the effects of... Outfitting all submarines with screen doors. (laughs) You
0: know what? I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it past. Well, you know, when they surface, they don't
1: want a bunch of bugs flying in their submarine. Of course not. Of course not.
0: I. You know, it's sad, David, that we can make jokes like this because it's fitting for a an administration like the one we have today. Uh, I mean, it's just. It's ridiculous, folks. It's, and, and I, if you're still a Democrat voter out there, gosh, when are you going to take off your blinders? Uh, you can't possibly, you cannot possibly support what this administration is doing today. You just can't. If you care about your budget. If you care about your family, if you care about your freedoms, your liberties, your individuality, if you truly cared about democracy, then you won't be voting for a Democrat anytime soon, folks. And I—that I, is not hyperbole. That is—that is the truth. Is the truth. But all right. So I want to move on. We've got lots to get to today. I, I've got so many. There's so. There's no such thing as a light news day. Not these days. Not these days. There's just no such thing as a light news day. I've got a lot of things I want to touch on today one of the first things I want to mention is have you noticed the King fauci? have you noticed with all the information, all the data, everything that we have now that clearly show that the lockdowns were wrong to do, that the lockdowns didn't work, that masks didn't work that that the the virus wasn't what they said it was, the vaccine so-called vaccine, the flu shot wasn't what it's what they said it was. I mean, there's so much data coming out the the damage we've done to kids by not by closing schools. The the uh, the the complicity, the or the I want to the word I'm looking for, the collusion that the teachers unions had with the CDC, the CDC, which is supposed to be an independent public health organization. No, they're not. I told you this before. The CDC is a government agency. The CDC is a is a public health arm for the Democrat Party. And now we know 100 percent that it was the teachers unions who do not give a rats. You know what about kids? They only care about their administrative mess. They only care about how much money can they get themselves and and the administrative bureaucracy. How much money can they make? So you've got the teachers unions that were in bed with CDC closing and locking down and keeping kids out of school. And Dr. Fauci's running around saying that he had he had nothing to do with that, folks, in case you didn't hear.
1: Have you you ever been to the CDC? I have. Actually, I've been inside the CDC. Okay, then you'll answer
0: my question. What do they wear? <laughs> well, if you're, in, and it, it's a great point, David, because I think I know where you're going with this. So, I, I had, and I'm not going to tell you why, but I, I have had the the opportunity to be inside parts of the CDC, and and David, if you're going where I think you're going, if you're in what's considered a a um, high level of the CDC, you don't see them wearing, let's just say you can't see normal clothes because Somebody of the hazardous knows. materials on the, the material. Yeah, you're right. You wouldn't see this. Well, depending on what level you're in. But, yes, you do see civilian clothes because, okay, now I know definitely know where you're going with that, 100%.
1: Well, you know, they are very militarily, mm-hmm. uh, militaristic.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, they, and, uh, they are a government agents. And that's where the,
1: uh, uh, general, our mm-hmm. medical general. Oh, right, the, uh, surgeon general. Surgeon general, right. Yes. And, uh, and he is the commander of the CDC. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, the CDC, and again, you can look this up, you know, Google mm-hmm. it, whatever you want to, but they're paid on a military basis. Oh wow, uh, that I didn't know. Yeah, on, depending on
0: what rank you oh, are. Oh, you're, you're right, David. They do use that that similar style ranking system if you're a G this, a G that for your pay scale. Yep. Absolutely. That that's the people so How can you say city it's city. not a government agency? So it's 100% a government agency, which is what I've been saying for and and I know you've been saying it and other people on America's Web Radio have been saying it, and that's 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 so true, but David, you're right. If you just just do this, ladies and gentlemen, pull into the CDC and see who greets you at the gate with a gun, <laughs> yeah, with a gun, a 100 percent, because you can't just walk into the CDC, folks. You can't. Um, but, yeah, but, it's but it's a, but I'm an American citizen. Yeah, and you pay for it too, David, but you ain't going in that CDC unless you've got some type of credentials. I mean, it's it's a it, it is it is something else, but but the point here is Dr. Fauci, who ran around getting on every magazine he could get on, getting in front of every camera that would shine a, a camera his way or point a camera his way, uh, Dr. Fauci who who convinced President Trump? And 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 it's sad. It's unfortunate that President Trump put up with him as long as he did. Um, and that's probably going to come to bite Trump in the. You know what? And and I'll get to that later. But uh, but but here's a guy Fauci who who loved and and with a smile on his face was telling you you had to stay at home. He had to shut you down. You couldn't go to Thanksgiving. You couldn't have Christmas. Fauci was telling you this for three years. You can't gather for Thanksgiving. You can't. You know what he was doing at Thanksgiving? He was enjoying it with his family. You know what he was doing at Christmas? He was enjoying it with his family. At the same time telling you that you couldn't do it and you shouldn't do it. Dr. Fauci is an awful, I am sorry, he's an awful typical bureaucrat who made millions of dollars. Millions of dollars in his position, which is supposed to be a taxpayer-funded position. It's uh, which it is a taxpayer-funded position, which means you shouldn't be getting paid the amount of money that that man was being paid, and and this man got it wrong. He got it wrong at so many levels, and he has the audacity, folks, to he's going around making another media tour of late. And going around telling – looking at people in the face and looking at these so-called journalists in the face and telling them he had nothing to do with the lockdowns. I mean, it's unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen, just unbelievable. So I, I, I'm i just amazed. I'm amazed, and I hope, I hope, I hope, and I cannot wait. I would pay money to watch um, to see the Senate when the Republicans get control of the Senate in 2024, which I really think they will – that uh, Rand Paul drags Dr. Fauci. I don't care what beach Fauci's on that. They drag him into the halls of the Senate and, and let Rand Paul drill him with questions again, because Rand Paul was right. He was a hundred percent, right. Fauci was lying to our face. He lied to apparently allegedly was lying to Rand Paul. Uh, I would just like, he needs to, he needs to be, look, I'm not going to call for him to be put in jail and all that mess because it's probably not going to happen. But I will call for him to be questioned. He, The American people need to see him under pressure and having to answer the questions. We know the data now. We have the data. We have the real data. We have video of what Fauci said, and we know what is is going on today. We have the real facts for today. So I would love to see the Senate just really just throw this in Fauci's face and make him answer. Look, is he going to be right and truthful? Probably not. He'll give up political answers, and he'll do what he needs to do to skate by, but he still needs to be – Put under that light, and David, you look like you've got a comment.
1: Well, I do. I think this is uh, this comes under Democrat one oh one. Don't confuse me with facts. My mind's made up. And you look at <laughs> yeah. you look at Mayor <laughs> Orska. Oh,
0: oh gosh,
1: we got it under control. The uh-huh. border
0: is under control. Well, did you see what the what the, that crazy spokes lady said yesterday? She said that the border crossings were down ninety percent. I, you, I, how, you talk about misinformation, disinformation. I mean, so you got my you're 100% right, David. You got my saying that the border is secure, which we know is not. I mean, we, we see it every day. And it's about to get worse, David. That's in my notes today, too. It's about to get worse. We'll get 42. to that. Yep. We'll get to that because May 11th, I believe it's May 11th, the Title 42 is gone. And, uh, well, you know what, David, since you mentioned that, and I do have it, and I was going to get to it, but we'll go to it now. Uh, one of the breaking news stories today is Joe Brandon Biden, 10% Joe, just activated, I, I think it was 1,500 soldiers from the army to go down to the border to aid and assist because of title 42 going away which is illegal which i you know david i i i want to do some investigation to see what he's doing i know we've got national guard there which is perfectly fine but when you're talking about acting. No, wait a second, wait a second. Well, supposedly. No, <laughs> allegedly. Biden does not have the National Guard. No, 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 the states do. The states do. Right, right, the states. What I'm saying is there, there's about 2,500 National Guardsmen from, I believe, from Texas yeah. and Florida. Arizona. And Arizona that are there, because I know DeSantis sent some also from Florida to help. Uh, but no, you're right. You're right. And uh, but what I mean by Biden is Biden's putting active duty down there. And that's where I think we're going to have a problem. And I hope the Republicans will stand up and, and hold his feet to the fire. I do, too, um, because that's, yeah. that's 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 in the Constitution. Yeah, it's, it's clearly in the Constitution. Now, I understand. Now, here's the thing. If Biden wants to come out, if 10% Joe, 10, 10 Joe wants to come out and admit that there is an invasion going on on our southern border, then I might give him a little leeway to send some army dudes down there and army women. But Biden is trying to tell us that the border is secure, and at the same time, he's sending active duty army down there. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? So, so again, well, folks, this they're is what we're trying I mean,
1: out the Abrams M1
0: <laughs> tank. The electric that version. The electric version. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, oh my goodness. They, that tank wouldn't make it from, from the, the Rio Grande <laughs> to the other side of the Rio Grande. I, I mean, before it ran out of power. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's sad, David. It's sad. And it's a shame that we can joke about it like that. But, but this is what this party, the Democrat party could care less about the United States. The Democrat party's not worried about the citizens of this country. The Democrat Party wants power. They want power and power and power.
1: I'm not saying this will happen, but we're going to have to have a revolution of some sort and a takeover by some sort. Now, you piss off enough generals (laughs) by sending their boys to the border Mm -hmm. illegally— well. And you may
0: have just, just stomped I, on the toe that's gonna. That might bite you back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be interesting to see. And I, I'm sure the likes of Rand Paul are gonna stand up loudly. Ted Cruz, I'm sure will stand up loudly. Um, Mike Lee. I am sure we're going to have some senators that are going to hold the line here, uh, because Biden's going to have to, they this administration is going to have to explain to the American people what's going on because you have said for two years now that the border is secure and you have said for two years, oh, don't, 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 uh, believe what your eyes see. You've also, you've gotten CNN and MSNBC and all the mainstream media to, uh, to not show what's going on at the border, but yet. This is one of those issues, folks, and I've said this before. This is one of the issues that cannot be buried by the mainstream media. As much as they're trying to protect the Bidens and the Democrats, they cannot hide what's going on at the border. They cannot. And a lot of that is thanks to uh, Fox News and Newsmax and some other uh, conservative – more conservative – Maybe not even conservative, just honest some honest news. You know, if you're there is no left wing, right wing when it comes there. Well, <laughs> there shouldn't be left wing, right wing when it comes to news. If you are a journalist, you should report the news. I don't need your opinion. If you want to give me your opinion, then you go get an opinion show. But if you're going to tell me you're a journalist, then you go down to the border and you do the business of reporting. And then we, the people, will decide what's going on. You know, and that's what's happened in a lot of cases. You know, the uh,
1: the government, our government, mm-hmm. shut down. Fox flying their helicopters and oh, taking absolutely, pictures, and you know, they
0: were and they tried to shut down the drone, but they couldn't shut down the drone because mm-hmm. there's no because there's it, no F, FAA. A- or, right. Yep. Yep. Absolutely, David. That's a great point because they did. They they started uh, trying to manipulate the rules. Uh, flight rules, so the helicopter couldn't get where they needed it to gee. So they put up a, a, a drone and it drove the Biden. It's still driving it's still the Biden administration crazy. crazy because look, Fox News has the ability to buy some very expensive, nice drones and they're, uh, They're probably flying these drones from New York. (laughs) And, but we're getting paid. And they've got a great report there. I cannot remember his name, but there's, and this again, this is what I mean by a real journalist. They actually hired a real journalist who's down there on the border, risking his own life in, in some ways, and, and reporting what's actually happening on the border. And, and look, ladies and gentlemen, you, you know, if you, if you're new to the On Point with Victor show, I am of Mexican descent. Uh, I, he really I, is. I, I, <laughs> I'll testify to that. I have the height to prove it, don't I, David? <laughs> <laughs> so, but listen, folks, I, I know Mexico well. I spend a lot of time there, and I visit there Usually twice a year, really more than that. Um, I have lots of family still there. So I know Mexico and uh, I, I have, again, family and friends that are still there. So there's a place in my heart for Mexico. But what is going on at our border is ridiculous. And it is a travesty to this country because let me tell you something. I'm an American first. I'm an American first, and for the United States to, to remain a country, for any country to remain a country, you have to have a sovereign border. You, you, you have to. Okay, I got a question yes. for you. Yes. Uh huh. Talking about a sovereign border. Yep. And
1: we would, one would assume that the Mexicans or whoever's trying to break in or in Mexico, coming, mm-hmm. trying to come north mm-hmm. across the border. Right. Okay, and we've let them and let them and let them. And when they fire on the National Guardsmen, mm-hmm. there's nothing that they can do other than they can return fire, but that's about it. Mm-hmm.
0: But when they fire on a United States Army Person, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a whole nother It opens up a whole nother can of worms, doesn't it? I mean, it really does. And I—that's one nation firing on on United. another, and because you've got so you've got the drug cartels down there. And listen, so, so what's your buddy <laughs> ten percent Joe gonna do? I I will predict that 10% Joe is probably going to sit on his hands and do nothing and we're going to look like the fools um, or he's going to try and say I'm doing this because of the drug run drugs that are coming over so he can justify it and and honestly that that's going to be what happens the the drug cartels are huge down there in Mexico and and unfortunately they have their hands in some of the political um the, the politics that go on in Mexico, some of the government officials, uh, I mean, it's sad, it's sad, but, but there are infiltrations into the government by the cartels. These cartels are heavily armed. Obama made sure these cartels were heavily armed. And if you doubt me, go look up the Fast and Furious gun running program. That was an Obama thing. And, and they armed these people. And these cartels, if they're dumb enough to fire, at a United States, now, but here's the other problem though, David. If the cartels are dumb enough to fire on the United States military, I hope that whoever's on the ground will pay no attention to Joe Brandon, and I shouldn't say this because Joe Brandon, 10% Joe, is the commander in chief. And unfortunately, they're going to give them some ridiculous rules of engage, engagement. And they're probably not going to even be allowed to defend themselves but i i would hope that if somebody fires on our military young boys men and women i should say that they return fire 20 times over i i would you know if we're going to do this if we're going to put some army guys down at the border then then put some of our top snipers let let's go right to sniper school let's take some of these guys say well, you're about to get a good lesson some good experience set them up on the border and every cartel that takes a pop shot gets taken down because we've got the best snipers in the world, ladies and gentlemen, and and if we're going to do this, we might as well do it right. But it is, it's is—it's the drug cartel, so David, you have a good point. If they're fired upon, what's going to happen? And ladies and gentlemen, David is 100% right. We, we've, we need to know, and this is where the Republicans are going to have to get up. Why haven't I heard anything from Lindsey Gramnesty? Why haven't I heard anything from McConnell? You're probably not going to hear a word. They're going to, they, they love it. They, they love war. They love what's going on. They're only, Lindsey Graham and McConnell, the only thing you might hear is they may be a little angry because we're sending bullets to the southern border instead of sending them to the Ukraine. That might upset Lindsey Graham and, and McConnell. But I'm sure that, that Mike Lee, Ted Cruz and Rand Paul and some uh, some other good ones are going to stand up. And I'm sure they're going to hold the Biden's feet, Biden administration's feet to the fire because we need to know what's going on down there because ladies and gentlemen, we're being invaded. And again, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Mexican people. But here's the thing, David, you mentioned, and ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. Listen to me well. Turn up your volumes, lean in and hear me well because I know this firsthand because every, look, I just, just a couple of months ago, I was down by the Guatemalan border in Mexico. And here's what I see. I saw with my own eyes and I talked to people down there and they were telling me, I talked to cab drivers. I talked to shop owners. I talked to people on the streets. I talked to flea market people, you name it. I talked to them and including people in my own family and friends. And they all tell me the same thing. And, And this is where I will go where David mentioned the people that are coming over here. Ladies and gentlemen, it is not the, the the Mexican people that are really streaming over the border anymore. Most of the Mexican people are like, "Yeah, yeah, we're done with that." We're, I mean, it's not you are still getting some. Don't get me wrong, but the majority of the people coming across that border are Guatemalans, they're Haitians, uh, they're even Chinese, they're uh, Middle Eastern. Uh, this is the people that they're they're uh, Venezuelan. They're Panamanian. These are the peoples from South America and from Europe and from Asia that are coming over, streaming over this border. A lot of if, Chinese. If, if, there are. There really are a lot. Of, there are a lot of Chinese nationals coming over. And it, it, if you can't stop and go, wait a minute. How can we let down our defenses and allow Chinese nationals? We know China is no friend of ours, ladies and gentlemen. They are no friend to us. China wants to bring the United States down quite a few levels, and the Joe Brandon Biden administration is helping China. So why on earth do we want Chinese nationals illegally to be coming over our border? And why? Why? With the connection that China has with the Biden administration, why on earth do you think they're sending nationals to come sneak across the border?
1: Why? 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 To uh, run their Chinese police operation, unbelievable. <laughs> now, I, I've, trod- got, got, I've got another question, and I know you're sort of on the, <laughs> the same plane and level with uh, your ten uh, percent, Joe. So, mm-hmm. why are they? Why is Joe sending fifteen hundred American soldiers to the border? I, you know, with one snap
0: mm-hmm. of the fingers. He federalizes the National Guard. Yeah. And they're there. And they could do the job. And there are, there's already 2,500 of them there. I mean, David, there's no, all he's got to do is go back to what Donald J. Trump was doing. President Trump had us on the, on the path to a secure border. No other president had, has done that. Donald Trump did it. And then when Biden came in, he reversed every policy that President Trump had, Joe Brandon, 10% Joe, he reversed it. That is why we're in the mess we're in. And listen, I have compassion. You can't talk to me about compassion because I know these people in Mexico. I know how hard it is for some of these people from Guatemala, from Nicaragua, from Venezuela. I know. I've seen it. But we cannot remain a country Because you can't bring there to here and not expect here to become there. We just can't do it. Just as every Democrat for every time there's a Republican in the presidency. And listen, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. I'm not angry. I'm just right. But every time. Every time there's a Republican that controls the presidency or the House or the Senate, the Democrats would scream for years, the the United States can't be the world's police. We cannot be the world's police. Well, you know what? You're right. We shouldn't be the world's police. We also can't be the world's haven for everybody else's criminal, everybody else's poor. We can't. Now, we as a country can do more to help people. There, absolutely we can. But we can help these other countries, and we can help people remain in their countries and have a better life. We could do that. We could do that. But the Biden administration doesn't have the will. The Democrats don't have the will, and neither do the establishment Republicans have the will. But a conservative, independent, libertarian solution, there is one, ladies and gentlemen. There is one. And and maybe maybe a show coming up. I will do a show on the, on the border and we'll do a show on on how we could fix the border, how we could fix our immigration problem, how we could stop illegal immigration. We could do it all, folks. We could do it all. We are the greatest country on the planet. We could secure our border. Donald Trump was really showing us how to do it. And then we can allow the best of the best to come into this country, and then we can figure out and work and have actual real programs to help other countries like Mexico and Guatemala and and, and El Salvador and all these countries. We can actually help them, help them learn how to how to foster business and foster jobs for their people. Wasn't that what the uh, Peace Corps was supposed to? Hey, done? you know, it would be nice if they uh, that that is one of their yes, the Peace Corps and and you look, the Peace Corps probably did some good work, probably still does. But I don't think anybody has their back because right now you've got an administration that that prefers the government of Venezuela over the government of El Salvador. The El Salvador is actually trying to to get into some freedom and and and, and take a strong stance on crime and actually give people some rights. Venezuela is doing the opposite. Venezuela is a communist socialist regime that has destroyed that country. And the Biden administration, the Democrats will tell you, let's be like Venezuela. Let's be like Cuba. It's really messed up, folks. It's messed up, which is why voting matters, why voting means something. And 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 there are consequences to who you put in. You are feeling the consequences now because you had to put a dementia patient in the White House because you were so angry with a mean tweeter in President Trump. I don't know how many of you people out there who voted for a dementia patient because you didn't like you were convinced that Orange Man Bab was 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 bad. How many of you are ready to vote for Donald Trump now? How many are you ready? And I'm going to get to some numbers, folks. Actually, let me go ahead and transition to this because uh, we'll do a show and do more on the border uh, because it is it is a major problem folks you there is no crisis like the border crisis going on right now and it's about to get a lot worse title 42 is about to end and title 42 has to end there is no coronavirus there is no pandemic anymore none of that so title 42 has to go away it has to so there's there's nothing you can do i don't care republican democrat whatever you can't keep title 42 you can't because that was a pandemic error um law that's going away that's going away but you can secure the border, but there's no will. There is no will from the Biden administration, and there's no will from people like Lindsey Gramnesty and McConnell. These establishment Republicans, we have to have a conservative solution, and there is a solution, and I will talk about one maybe in the next show. Coming up, coming up, we'll do a show, and I'll talk about what we got to do with the border. It's a very simple, folks. It is not that complicated. It is not that complicated. Every problem we have in this country right now, there is a independent, constitutional, libertarian, freedom, liberty, and, and conservative answer. There is an answer. There is a solution. There is a solution. All right, folks, we've blown through a few breaks here, but we've got to take one now. We've got to take a profit timeout. You folks stay right there. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show.
1: If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app.
0: Hey, folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor Show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor Show. Remember, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor Show, only right here on America's Web Radio.
1: We're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
0: And hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am the Mexican not afraid to be a American. American, as they say in the South. America. Uh, and, and boy, you should be proud. Yeah, I've got, I've, I've got some more to say about the Bud Light fiasco. Uh, I'll try to get to that, uh, in just a few, but I want to go ahead and get to, I have so many people that continue, continue to ask me about, uh, President Trump and Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley and, and 2024 and how that race is starting to develop. And, uh, so let me say a few things real quick about that. First of all, Nikki Haley, look, I listen. Nikki Haley is too close to the establishment, which is why I, I don't. She's not one of my main support. I don't support her for the top of the ticket. I 100% support her for a vice president. I, I think her and Tim Scott are going to be vying for the vice president spot. I've told you this guys before, I've, and 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 that's. What I believe is going to happen. I do not believe the American people are ready to go back to the establishment. And I hope and I pray that the American people are not ready to go back to the establishment Republicans. We cannot, which is why uh, I support Donald J. Trump for 2024 and I support Ron DeSantis for 2024. Yes, folks, you can support both of them. I support both of them. And I'm not even going to tell you who I'm going to which one I'm going to vote for in the primary. But I support both of them uh, because one of those men will be fantastic for 2024. Uh, but I will say this because I have people that will ask me, well, you support both of them. But what do you think is happening? What do you think is happening right now? Because Trump is trouncing. Uh, the last poll showed Trump up 41 points over DeSantis. And I'm hearing a lot of that. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, listen. And again, you're going to get an honest analysis from me as I support President Trump and I support Ron DeSantis, but I can give you an honest analysis of both of them. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Ron DeSantis hasn't even gotten the race yet. So if you're believing any of the polls out there or if you're if you're going to if you're going to live by the polls you're seeing today, you're going to die by those polls. Every poll that you're seeing today doesn't mean a thing. And and what's that Southern saying? It's It doesn't mean a hill of beans or something like that. And I know there's a saying out there that has something to do with a hill and something to do with beans. But, uh, but trust me on this, ladies and gentlemen. None of these polls mean a darn thing. Ron DeSantis has not even declared his candidacy yet. When he does, which I do think he'll probably do it in the next couple of weeks – when Ron DeSantis declares his candidacy, you're going to see a big shift in the polls and in a matter of a week or two. You're going to see the gap close between Trump and DeSantis. Both Trump and DeSantis are going to run away from Nikki Haley. They're going to run away from Tim Scott, from uh, – I, I, I'm going to be completely just baffled if – uh If Pence gets in the race, I don't, nobody supports this guy, (laughs) but, and listen, Pence is a nice guy. He's, he's an amazing man. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Mike Pence is, is a great man and, and should be a role model to, to a lot, to a lot of people. Um, but he's an establishment dude and we don't need him to be the presidency. And I, and I'm telling you, he's just not going to have support. So I, I, I can't believe that guy's going to get in the race, but he probably is. Uh, but anyway, anyway, so you're going to see probably in the next couple of weeks Ron DeSantis declare. That's going to change the polling. It's going to change the polling for Trump. It's going to change the polling for DeSantis. Just trust me on this, folks. Trust me. I've seen and watched enough of these races. I know what's going to happen, and I know that none of the 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 polls that you're seeing today, none of them are going to hold water once DeSantis gets into the race. Mm. Formally announcing and being a candidate is a lot different than the media just pretending that you're a candidate. And that's what's happening right now. David, you look like you got a comment.
1: Well, you uh, said a moment ago that uh, you you wouldn't say who you were going to vote for. Well, right. I, I can find out very simply. I'll just call one of my
0: Democrat friends and say, who's Victor going to vote for? <laughs> that's a great point, David, and I sure hope that, <laughs> I sure hope that that's not true. I'm going to fight my hardest to make sure my vote counts. <laughs> and you know what's bad about that, David? I have a Hispanic name, and they're always trying to get, I don't care what anybody tells you, they want illegals to vote, and they if they could figure out a way to get illegals to vote, they would. Um, but You know, I never uh, checked on that. Are you legal? Nah, right. You know, you never asked me for David. That's right. <laughs> All right, folks. So, so, so let me. So, I don't trust the polls because things will change once once DeSantis has declared. Now, here's the other thing. Now, again, you guys know I would crawl through glass to vote for Donald J. Trump. And I would crawl through glass to vote for DeSantis because we have to win in 2024. We have to win. And if you if you are wholeheartedly with Trump in 2024, then work hard for Trump. Work hard for him. But if he loses, you better be prepared to, to support DeSantis. And if you are 100% for DeSantis, work hard for DeSantis. You work your tail to the bone for DeSantis. But if he loses, then you better be ready to jump on board with Donald J. Trump. We cannot be in the business of never Trump. We can't be in the business of never dissent us. We can only be in the business of never Biden and never no more Democrats. That's the business we need to be in. So I listen, I would this weekend. I was up in North Georgia and uh, I, I I go up to North Georgia quite a bit. And there's a reason I'm going up there a lot. And I'm not really going to get into that now. But I go up to North Georgia almost every weekend and uh, I, I, Stopped um, uh, going up towards, gosh, it's Jasper Talking Rock area. The uh, Donald J. Trump, the President Trump bus was out there, and uh, and so I stopped and hung out with the with with some of the with some. Ardent Trump fans. I hung out on the bus. I got it was a great opportunity just to just to hang out on the bus and and spend some time with with these Trump supporters and the Trump bus, and it was a lot of fun. I had a blast. I had a blast. And uh, uh, you know, and and again, I just got to say this: thank you to all of them. Most of them are on point with Victor listeners, or they heard me fill in for Eric Erickson. So it's it's I, I have to say, folks, I am so humbled because in the last two weeks. Up in North Georgia, I've been recognized by several people and, and I'm just not used to that, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I, if I'm in a crowd, you can't see me coming because I am two feet shorter than everybody else. That's right. Everybody so. looks over you. <laughs> everybody looks over me. And, and for me to, to, uh, to be recognized, it's, it's, it's weird for me, but I, I listen, I love it. I, I'm so glad that you, you feel comfortable to come up and talk to me when you do talk to me, listener. So I don't ever hesitate. If you see me, I, I, I am not an elitist. I do not mind you coming up and talking to me and asking me questions. I love it. So, so, now, my family might get a little tired of it, but uh, I enjoy it. And uh, so I had fun with the Trump bus. Uh, it was really cool. Uh, and I talked to these Trump supporters because every one of them, and I didn't even have to bring it up, but every one of them brought up DeSantis's name. They know. They know DeSantis is the only challenger that Trump has and and some of them were were they wanted to disparage and tell me mean things about DeSantis and I stopped them and I said I don't care your opinion on DeSantis but you've got to be ready to support DeSantis this is not a, a there's only one direction this train can go you you support Trump but if he loses you support DeSantis and you support DeSantis but if DeSantis loses you support Trump this is the, the only goal is to win the presidency in 2024 the goal is to beat the democrats So I don't care if you are a diehard Trump supporter. Don't come to me and start telling me bad things about DeSantis because I don't care because DeSantis could do the same thing. DeSantis people could do the same thing about Trump. And again, if you're a DeSantis voter supporter, don't come to me and tell me bad things about Trump. Don't tell me that because I support both men and we can win with both men and we can put this country back on the path with both men. So – that's where I stand on this. Now, let me tell you why these polls don't mean a darn thing right now, because I, I don't know who Donald Trump is listening to. President Trump has really needs to kick out some of his advisors because they're really giving him some bad information. I saw an ad, not, a, 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 um, not an ad, but I saw a, it was an interview or something, maybe it was a rally, but President Trump, to have the audacity to attack DeSantis on lockdowns in Florida, the guy who was second only to Kemp in Georgia to open his state, the guy that that runs the state that everyone else in the country ran to, including Democrat politicians, they all ran to Florida, folks, all of them, Uh, most of them, let me put it that way, most of them ran to Florida to enjoy getting away from their own lockdowns. Okay, so I saw Donald Trump starting to attack, trying to formulate an attack on DeSantis about locking down Florida. Listen, whoever is if you know Donald Trump, if you are part of President Trump's campaign team and you're hearing me and you're listening to me now, or if you have an end to President Trump's campaign team, please notify them that they're looking. They're going down a bad road here and they need to get rid of any advisor that's telling President Trump to attack Ron DeSantis on lockdowns. President Trump was the king of lockdowns. Again, folks, I like Trump. I support Trump, but you cannot say DeSantis locked down Florida and say and knock him for this when you, you, President Trump were the king of lockdowns. Now understand this. I understand why President Trump did the lockdowns because, listen, folks, put yourself in his shoes. If you were the president of the United States, the greatest country in the world, and you had so-called experts coming into your office every day telling you half your country is going to die, half of the citizens are going to die. If you had so-called experts telling you this, then you would do what they recommended, which was Fauci recommending that we lock down the country. And so Trump did it. So Trump needs to own it. He needs to own it. He needs to say – and and Trump needs to be big enough to say it was a mistake. But President Trump's not doing that. Here's the problem, and this is why I am telling you the polling that you're seeing today is not going to hold when Ron DeSantis gets into the race because there's a super PAC that, that is for Ron DeSantis, and they put out a devastating ad the other day. And you can look it up and probably find it. But this ad is devastating to President Trump. Because the ad is – it's like 60 seconds or more or 90 seconds of President Trump talking in rallies and and media interviews on TV – of him going, the lockdowns were great. The lockdowns were good. The lockdowns were right. I, I, I'm glad I did the lockdowns. I did the right thing. I locked it down. I, 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 I'm responsible for locking down. Donald Trump, President Trump, said that over and over and over and over. And there's a Super PAC that has an ad out on behalf of Ron DeSantis, and it points out these lockdowns and what and what President Trump was saying. And this is going to be devastating. This is why I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Donald Trump is going to be his worst enemy if he continues these these stupid attacks on DeSantis. When they really ought to just be getting along. They shouldn't attack each other at all. They should be attacking Biden and then let, let the best man win. Donald Trump has a great record to run on. President Trump, hear me, listen to me. You have a great record to run on. You do not need to attack DeSantis or anyone else other than Joe Brandon Biden, the Democrats. That's who they should both be focused on. Both of them. But I am telling you, Ron DeSantis is a unbelievable strategician. This guy knows what he's doing. He's a very smart dude. Look what he's done in Florida. He took Florida, which was on the brink of turning blue. And Ron DeSantis in since 2018. So what? 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, four years Four or five years, Ron DeSantis has turned Florida redder than it's probably ever been. It is, it is a more of a conservative state now than it's ever been. Ron DeSantis did that. And Ron DeSantis, if Donald Trump keeps, if President Trump keeps attacking him, you wait till Ron DeSantis becomes a candidate and attacks back. Because it will be devastating for Donald Trump. So, so I, again, these two guys are the last two guys we should see fighting. And the only guy that's good, that's going to stand in the way of of President Trump is Ron DeSantis. And so, President Trump, I implore you, change your tactics, because if you keep going after Ron DeSantis on these type of, 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 of attacks, uh, Ron DeSantis is going to hit you back. And he's going to use the Trump method. He's going to hit you back pretty hard. Uh, but I, again... I know what's gonna happen is gonna happen because President Trump, he's New Yorker and he's gonna, he's gonna hit back and he's gonna attack. I, I think he's got some bad advisors, but whatever. But all I can tell you as a supporter, as a supporter, whichever man wins has to have our support, period. So I don't care what Trump says. I don't care what DeSantis says. In the end, we have to support whichever one is the victor. Uh, there is no choice. We have to beat Joe Brandon Biden. We cannot allow 10% Joe uh, we cannot allow dementia the dementia patient to have another four years unless you want to sink this country so far that it may not be recoverable. So, all right, folks. Now, I didn't get to a whole lot. So next week we'll get to more. I'll finish up some more of, of the topics that I had today. But you stay tuned. Locked and loaded with Roger B. Yes, Roger B. is in the high house. So stay tuned. He will. Yes, fresh black from New York City. Probably saw some crime that he needs to talk about. So stay tuned, folks. Locked and loaded is up next with Roger B. I'm out.